What's going on, everybody? It's Sajvir Singh here at the Sickest Podcast. Please check us out at anchor.fm slash sickest. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash S-I-K-H-I-S-T. There you will find all our podcast platforms. We're also on YouTube, so please do check us out there. I have an exciting announcement. Uh, we started a Instagram account on mindfulness. It's called Mindful Desi. Mindful Desi, D-E-S-I. There you can find tips and tricks on how to be more mindful in all different aspects of life. Some stuff we've come across and I think you'll really enjoy it. So if you want, uh, give that a follow as well. And now we're going to start a really cool podcast. Please do check it out. Thank you. What's going on, everybody? I got a really special guest today, and uh, I got to make some, put some pizzazz into this, make some noise, because if I don't, I'm going to be in trouble. It's the one and only my beautiful, lovely wife. Whoop, whoop. So here we go. Uh, can you introduce yourself, please? Hi, everyone. My name is Amankar. Thank you for the introduction. And I'm super excited to be on the Sickest podcast, finally. Sickest. Um, Wagwan. Wagwan. What is going on? So the story about Wagwan is like a Caribbean saying, meaning what's going on. I picked it up when we went to St. Lucia back, back in the day. And uh, it was really funny because... Um, I don't know if I was saying it right, but there was, a, there was someone who came by to ask us a question there, someone who worked there, like a local. And I was like, Wagwan or something. And then they're like, what? Excuse me, sir? What are you saying? And my wife was so embarrassed. <laughs> and I got embarrassed. And I'm like, oh, I'm just, uh, how's it going? <laughs> I just changed my tune. But yeah, so. I'll never funny. forget that. Yeah, I'm in still embarrassed about that. I am. <laughs> and every time I say Wagwan, she gets like really cringy. Yeah. That's why I said it. So. <laughs> okay, I like to start every podcast, but let's try to make it brief. Uh, and then we'll go a little bit deeper into it. Uh, what's your journey to Sikhi? Um, well, uh, in short, my, uh, my parents took Amrit when I was a couple years old. So I've always been... Um, I've always kind of known Sikhi for as long as I can remember. And then uh, they were really good at just not pressuring us at all. They never talked about it. They actually modeled um, everything that they did. And we, we one day when I was a teen, I just kind of saw them doing sajbats, doing meditation in the morning. And I was curious. So... I picked up a gutka one day and they both of them just kind of sat next to me and I remember them trying to explain Japji Saib to me and um, yeah that's how my curiosity grew into it. Um, I did end up taking Amrit later um, in life Um, and it was an interesting journey, uh, a lot of ups and downs and then I got introduced to Nanak Nam, the oneness concept, uh, a couple years ago, and that was that's been life changing for me. So, what was life changing about the Nanak Nam concept? I know I kind of came across it. I was practicing it for a bit, and then you really gravitated towards it on your own. There was no like, okay, I'm in. You have to do this. 
because I'm doing it or mm -hmm. try this out. I kind of just was doing it. Mm -hmm. I was feeling better in my life. I, we've discussed this on previous podcasts. Mm -hmm. The ups and downs. Uh, in life, you're going to get the ups and downs. It's whether you're going to be on the roller coaster to go to the ups and downs. And I think the higher the ups, the lower the downs. And I kind of was able to detach myself. I mean, you can call me out if you think not. Like, you also know me very well. Sometimes our self-perception isn't what's reality, but I s felt myself detaching a little bit from the ups and downs, which was making me feel better. Uh, mm -hmm. What was your journey into, into the... I remember that. I remember you starting off um, and then kind of talking to me, trying to talk to me and have conversations with me about oneness. And I, it was just not clicking with me. And I remember telling you this is really foreign and I don't understand this at all. And I'm in my routine and I'm happy with what I'm doing um, until it just one day I realized that my routine, I had been doing it for many years and it just wasn't working. And I was seeing a change in you that was... Um, I mean, I had to do this. I had to do whatever it was that you were doing because I had to try at least to try to understand it because I was seeing a huge change in you. Wow, this is the first time we've had <laughs> this discussion actually. And I didn't I know that the, the catalyst was that you saw that change in me. That's, uh, mm -hmm. that's, this is the first time we've actually discussed this and that's amazing. That's Because uh, I remember you kind of turning a new leaf and saying, hey, I want to come to the once a week you know, spiritual get togethers that we do or vichar sessions or whatever. We call them non non meetings or whatever but it's pretty much open like we have atheists that come and stuff like that and mm -hmm. and you know people who are non-sikhs have come as well but yeah you were like yeah i just want to come i've always been an introvert I've, yeah. i'm not a social person i don't put myself out there i don't share my thoughts i'm more I've, i remember you trying to have conversations with me and i'm telling you hey start Sash. a podcast <laughs> <laughs> you're like literally you're talking too much start a podcast uh, yeah like, I, I don't know, I don't know what to say back to you because I'm more of a listener and I kind of form my own ideas in my head and I kind of keep it that way. And I think you were kind of like you were happy in your, how rigid your belief system was. You didn't want to shake it, right? It was hard because, I mean, that was, that was everything that I believed in and I couldn't let that go. And um, this new new way of uh, looking at things was so new and different it was scary it's scary um, but I think honestly when I saw the change in you I there was a question that I asked myself and um, I've always had this like yearning for a connection with Vaigru and um, I think what I asked myself was I'm different. I hear these stories. I hear these sakis, and I know them really well. And I'm doing everything that I possibly could do right. Like everything that I've been told, I've been doing it for years. And if I had to give myself a grade, I'd give myself an A plus because I'm doing everything. You name it, Sajbot, whatever. But internally, but internally, something's not shifting. Nothing is really changing, and I'm seeing a change in you, and this looks really good, 
and okay, whatever it is that you're talking about, I'm I'm open to it. I'm open to trying it because um, it's doing something for you. And you weren't someone who listened to too much like videos or kata. Or I was not a kata. I've, I've never been a kata person. Never been a kata. And then you, the first time you listened to Nanak Nam, mm-hmm. you were blown away. I was. I yeah. remember that, and I, I had goosebumps. And it wasn't me trying to convert you to Nanak Nam. I was just like, okay, let's try it out. Yeah. This might click, might not. And I had. By then, I had detached myself from any type of, um, I need to convert people to my way of thinking, even my wife. It was more like, okay, you know, if this were working for you, keep going. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, let me let me listen to this. And then it was, it was an amazing click. And you saw me on that note at my lowest when I was in the Gurdwara committee and how much it broke me seeing yeah. what I saw, mm-hmm. seeing how people treated each other, seeing how much... You know, I don't want to put people on blast or anything, but like how much corruption I saw and how much behind the scenes stuff I would come and talk to you about it. And I couldn't go to the Godwater for a year, maybe it, longer after. It was hard because it took a toll on our entire family unit. Yeah. I mean, if you have one person um, suffering, the entire family unit suffers. So yeah, that was that was difficult to go through. And then all of a sudden I see like, you just feeling lighter and brighter and looking at the world differently and I think um, for me it was like okay I'm doing everything that I need to do but these Sakya and I remember I think I had this conversation with you that Saj these Sakya that we listen to they sound like fairy tales and I'm not able to connect with them because if I actually put myself in the position of like any one of those Band Band Janane Katai the ladies or anyone like I I I can't do it like I I I won't be there's a mismatch there there's something that is not connecting there's a piece of the puzzle that's missing because I'm not like even those not even close to those people like what what's going on here because um something's not right yeah like Sikhi Gurbani Sikhi has the power to transform people into those great shaheeds of the past, right? Meer Manu De Jailan De You know, they were like women who were um, imprisoned and Meer Manu went and said, I'm going to break these people, these women, mm-hmm. took their kids from their laps, mm-hmm. threw them in the air and caught them on barshe mm-hmm. and then cut them in pieces and put them as a heart around these women. Mm-hmm. And it said, e toda namia, for being a sick, this is what you get. And they would sing Manu Sadi Datari Asi Manu De Soi Jiyonjiyo Manu Vadada Asi Dune Chone Hoi Something like that Where it was like uh, Oh Manu Like you are making us just stronger mm-hmm. The more blood you're going to spill of our children mm-hmm. There's going to be like Two, four, ten Hundred times more six mm-hmm. And it was like this Chardikla spirit Like Chardikla spirit And <laughs> like I was having you know, we were having like we're having issues living in in the West with not no external threat to our life, and where I'm having issues being positive. I'm having issues, mm-hmm. you know, not just being happy. Mm-hmm. And now I say to people, like you know, like it gets so confusing when you're in that dogmatic thinking. Mm-hmm. And I just tell people, look, man, baseline is happiness. Yeah, get to happiness, man. Yeah, whatever it takes, get to happiness. Then we can talk about spiritual growth. Right. And uh, people are like, oh. You know, spiritual people like Jade Hasrani, don't be too happy, you're gonna be sad. No, man, like Chardikla is like way beyond happiness. 
But if you can't even be happy in your life, I don't I don't think you have much of a shot. Yeah. But yeah, go on. You're just boxing yourself in so much and um you're you're just miserable inside. But you're doing everything right. So you're, you're doing confused. everything right. And, and it's confusing. Yeah. And just internally, you're just, you're lost. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, and I don't want to say non-economic so much. Like, I, I guess I'm just, we refer to non-economic as in the oneness concept and that's that's just the path like the root that we learned the oneness concept we're not from. quote unquote non-economies now. yeah <laughs> we're Another not jata. part of any jata yeah and i think that's like a huge uh issue is it just adds to your sick identity that oh i'm a this type of sick i'm mm-hmm. a that type and i have to follow the rules that this jata is telling because i'm part of this jata and that's where um, you box yourself in completely. Yeah. So I think the trap is when you start believing that your system is the only system. Is the only or system. Or that it becomes a part of your ego. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing to do because this one, oneness can start becoming a part of your ego if you're not careful. Exactly. But we always try to remind each other that, right? And, uh, and you know, Paisatpal Singh is my boy. I love you. And, you know, the, this is uh, uh, your concepts of what you've taught has shifted me out of this. And uh, I'll always, you know, have love and respect for you and he believes the same way too mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. you know i've heard him when he's talking to people one-on-one and he's like yo i'm just you know what i feel is what i'm doing it and right or wrong you know maraj knows or you know mm-hmm. but this is just this is the way it, it's moving me i'm going with the hookum or the flow right mm-hmm. so yeah go ahead yeah i think just um just learning about different concepts um, for example, like the way he talks about ego is not the way we were introduced to ego. Ego does not mean hungad or pride. It refers to your identity, yourself. And just it's just like someone is saying, okay, so you've been looking at Siki from this uh, side. Uh, let me just shift you and show you Siki from a different angle. And all of a sudden everything is like, I think... Uh, for the first time I was learning something new and the neurons in my brain were just firing like crazy because I was like, what? I, I am loving this. Like I am, I'm learning something. I'm not just, um, you blindly know, following. blindly following or just, um, taking in the Sakyan that I've heard so many times I'm actually learning something new and this is doing something for me like mm, my brain key. is on fire <laughs> your brain is on fire but also internally yeah yeah you started feeling lighter lighter and by lighter we mean less attached to your emotions yeah so I've been through two Godwara elections after that there's been two and I was part of both of them I wasn't on the committee but I was involved and I didn't feel any attachment Mm-hmm. I didn't see the other side as evil or wrong, which is what I did before, that, that they're a threat to my Sikhi. Mm-hmm. I just was like, okay, this is God being God. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have that emotional attachment. And that makes you just feel a lot happier. Mm-hmm. Whereas other people are v- like their identity is involved with this. Mm-hmm. And so if their identity is under threat, it's everything is so grave and everything is so like important and mm-hmm. like, you know, not that it's not important, but it's like it's life or death. That's how they think of it. Mm-hmm. I'm just more like, yo, my identity, my Sikhi is 
floating around over here and I'm happy with that. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. I know a little bit and that's making me happy. So I'm just going to stick to that. But like you can ask me a random question and, I, and people have and I'm like, oh, I don't know. That's I mean, that's question. been the, that's been a blessing. It's been a relief to actually feel uh, with all your being that I don't know. It just it like shed so much because you think, you know, you have this system. Oh, you do this. You're you're in heaven or, you know, you're there's like and just to let that go and be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And all I do know is that I want to connect now in this moment. Well, and that's all that matters to me right now is that I connect now. And whatever happens, happens because it's out of my control. And literally, and we like, I don't know how, like, I never thought about this before. But if they say that all that matters is the breath that you take in, and you're not even sure that that breath that same breath is going to come out if that's all that matters then why aren't we practicing being in the moment and being present and worrying like why are we worried about things that like the afterlife that are beyond this life like why do we worry like technically we're not supposed to worry we're only supposed to think about the breath that we take now and be in that moment but yet we do everything in this moment for an afterlight life for mm. a place you know in wherever but that's not being present that's just you either worrying about the future mm -hmm. or living in whatever the has ha yeah the past whatever's happened to you and it's like an insur insurance program that's what i've realized mm -hmm. right? like a lot of these religions or a lot of religions not the religions itself but different viewpoints of religion they just promise people that hey if you do a b and c you're good in your in your next life and they can be miserable they might be able they might be treating other people mis uh, you know w with contempt or they might have huge egos and they're and they're doing all these things but in their mind they're going to heaven when they die because they believe a b and c mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of what crept into us as well mm -hmm. and when we're like you know what well, we don't know about what's going to happen later but what i do know is how i feel right now mm -hmm. so i want to be at peace right now right and you know maraj says like maha ananda or something or anandaras like all these beautiful beautiful you know gurbani mm -hmm. words and he has he has a nansab <laughs> literally bani of bliss mm -hmm. one time when me and you i don't know if we should share when we're going to bath mm -hmm. we started doing um which out of anansab and mm -hmm. we just you know we had tears in our eyes welling up like wow this mm -hmm. is what Gu guruji is saying mm -hmm. <laughs> you know instead of just reading it like you know mm -hmm. over but you know and the way you practice is the way you practice we're just giving you guys our perspective of, mm -hmm. of, of, of our journey right it's it's a journey and everyone has their own journey and everyone gets attached to it and starts thinking they're right and that's where the problems creep in because if you think you're right you're holding on to your belief system so tightly that if someone else has a contrary view you attack that person and you say how dare you even say that but it's okay to believe in whatever you want to believe in that's okay as long as it's serving you and it, it, if it's really serving you internally if it's really serving you yeah are you but are that's you, up to you are you affecting those around you positively yeah Do they want to be around you 
are you internally feeling peace? Well, as long as you're internally feeling peace. Well, what, if what it's I mean filling is your cup, yeah. There could be people who think that they're like really chardikla or like they're really happy, but, you know, everyone around them is miserable because, you know, they're just in their ego. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, that is a parameter to, to, to measure yourself. It's like, am I being, A, first, y- you're right, you have to focus on yourself. Am I bringing peace internally? And then is that peace affecting other people around them? And then we focus so much on, oh, we have to do good for in, for the month or for the world. That starts within your own self. Mm-hmm. It, it starts in your own home. It, do you have peace within you? Do you have peace in your home among your family? You are the bunt. You are part of that bunt and you are part of the universe and you are doing good if you are connecting yourself, mm-hmm. if you are at peace yourself. And there's so much joy in just not knowing and just learning. Yeah. And um, I think that brings you so much internal joy when you, when you just want to learn. You can't place limits on knowledge or you just you can't say this is the be all and an end all you have to if you do that you're just limiting yourself mm-hmm. I mean if Vaigru is infinite then there is no be all and end all yeah. yeah it's and you can't know it all ever exactly and I think that's one of the things why people get caught up either religion versus religion, you know, they think they know everything, right? Um, uh, People who practice a certain religion who are against another religion or in your own religion, like if you want to just talk about Sikhi, like different jathas, they think they know better than other jathas. And I think you should just focus on your internal. Like, is this helping my internal? If it is, keep going with it. Mm -hmm. But don't, don't think that your way is the only way and I have to go and convert all these people to my way. And we don't know if our way, like wherever, whatever journey we're on now is the way, yeah. to be very honest. We don't know. know. I'm happy for that. Yeah. And, but it's, it's a and sometimes joy. it's scary. It is. Yeah. Right. But it's kind of a joy ride right now. Yeah. And we'll see where it goes. Yeah. And these concepts are better explained. Yeah. Uh, in Nanak Nam, on the YouTube page, Nanak Nam. So there's like ik, that's a concept. Uh, that's a video. That's a long video. Uh, the one that really got me into uh, this philosophy was um, what is mind and what is ego, part one and part two. And then ik is very powerful. So the, like those videos will explain it much better than we can, right? We can just tell you how we've taken those concepts, we've internalized them, and how they've affected our lives. Right, so now when I want to connect, I actually try to connect. I don't do a checklist. What about you? Um, yeah, I will. Um, I'm open to using different tools to connect as well. It's not just oh, this is the sicky thing, and this is not the sicky thing to do. So I'm not gonna even entertain that. No, if it's a tool. Um, like for example having the Tibetan singing bowl I mean it's a tool that really helps clear the mind before your practice uh, before your practice before you sit down and um, 
recite whatever mantra you want to decide recite yeah and, and it's, like that a helps. it's like having a musical instrument kind of yeah thing, like and, and it's, it's been amazing so um and there's less guilt right <laughs> yeah like am i doing something wrong yeah no there's yeah okay uh well that got really um deep <laughs> mm -hmm. and i'm glad we had that conversation do you want to add anything else um no 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 just straight that's thank it thank you for having me as a guest okay. on your podcast well, i, no I should have been the first guest but oh well well i had no I'll choice let that go. so i had to have you on and uh <laughs> just letting people know that um that's uh that's what you got to do. No, I'm just joking. It was it was awesome. I'm glad we got to do this and I hope people can get something out of it. I just wanted to ask you if you have a quote in mind. Maybe you want to share it and talk about it. I like to pe end off with a quote or a book. Do you have anything in uh, mind? There is a quote that I came across that I um, really, really resonated with me. Um, Imperfection is perfection to a beautiful perspective. So um, this is actually a quote that uh, I put up, that we put up on the Mindful Desi IG as well. Um, and basically, um, it got us thinking, if everything is perfect in the moment, it always was and all, always will be, then what imperfections really exist? Are there any imperfections? Okay, that's some powerful stuff. Um, so accept yourself um, and um, just move forward in life. That's important. Accept yourself, surrender, move forward. Uh, I just wanted to end off by asking you, is there anything memorable you'd like to share about this journey? Um, yeah, uh, I think after being on this oneness journey for uh, a while, I remember going to uh, a, a Sangeet program with you and uh, I remember sitting there and I, I was, I, I used to be in a different state of mind where I would think, oh my gosh, I can't stand the environment. I need to get out of here. This is, this is not, a, yeah, this is affecting me. <laughs> this is not cool. I don't want to be here, but I have to be. And I'm sitting there with you and I'm just sitting there on the chair watching this lady just dance, just dance. And she's everyone's, she was the mother of the groom. And I felt this joy inside, this rush of joy just watching her because she was dancing in joy. It was her son's wedding and that feeling I'll never forget that feeling and that's the first time I had felt anything like this and I remember turning to you and saying hey Saj I'm feeling something that I've never felt before and I feel joy just being in the moment sitting here and I'm able to feel this lady's joy who is literally twirling enjoy because it's her son's wedding and this is such a beautiful moment for me and that's when i knew that something was shifting that's beautiful i remember i had the same feeling yeah remember i was I thinking the exact same thing mm -hmm. where i felt that joy and i was like this is just god 
experiencing, experiencing joy through joy this mother through. for her son. Yeah. And I had that, and you turned and you said that, and I turned and I was like, I mean, you're not going to believe this. I have the same feeling right now for the first time. Right. It, and it had nothing to do with the environment. It was a shift in perspective. perspective. That was it. All right, guys. Thank you so much um, for listening. Uh, remember, you can see us on Instagram, Sickest. Uh, oh, before we do that, uh, there's a, another Instagram page we want to tell you about. It's something uh, me and my wife have started. Uh, it's called uh, Mindful Desi. I mean, you want to talk a bit yeah, about that? The Mindful Desi is just a, um, a blog that we've started uh, to talk about uh, mindfulness throughout uh, our journey of parenthood. Um, and there's so many different uh, topics that we actually want to touch up on that we haven't yet, but we hope to do so soon. And uh, we'll just talk about our journey and how mindfulness is helping us through it. And perhaps it will resonate with someone. And um, mindfulness has been introduced by many other people in many other ways. So there's a lot of information out there if you're looking for that. But we're just sharing our journey. Our journey. And just different topics in mindfulness. Yeah. How it affects, like how mindfulness affects different topics. Especially being first generation where we were brought up. Hence, Mindful Desi. We thought yeah. it'd be a f hilarious name. <laughs> and um, on that note, here comes the intro music. You can hear it already. Sickest, S-I-K-H-I-S-T. Go to anchor.fm slash sickest. You'll find our YouTube link there. We're on Instagram and all podcast platforms. Thank you all for listening. Stay blessed.